Stampede. Garner isn't number 58. Recorded 8 to 2020. Who's winning? In a political season, it's always at the forefront of everybody's mind. Of course, it's not just a question of whether a Democrat or Republican is going to win. Somebody once said, winning is everything. But the way things are going, the words might be changed to, everything is for sale. Excuse me, but... Did I just say everything is for sale? Well, that may not be very wholesome. If all you've got are people who want to sell, where's the bottom? In a store, you could start at a 75% discount for everything. But after a week, it could be marked down to 85% and then 95%. Of course, you could wait till everything is carted off to the dumpster 
And you could rummage around there looking for real bargains. When you're living in a consumerist economy, you're always looking for those rock-bottom prices. And that may be what's happening. And let's face it, with over 40 million people out of work and businesses closing down, people diving into dumpsters may become a way of life. Putting aside over 150,000 people having died from COVID-19 and riots occurring with large numbers of people in many cities, getting groceries to eat might become difficult to find. Not to mention good, clean water to drink. And you thought that only happened in third world countries. I won't even mention the stability of the electromagnetic system. The question of whether electricity will be kept running. Yeah, it might be that all those people protesting about how wrong everything is, being forced to dirty their hands and learning how to plant a garden so they can get something to eat. Oh yes, winning might be learning how to provide a skill for growing food. I've been warning you people about big trouble on the horizon and it may already be here. You're not going to like it when the electricity is shut off. Well, if the juice is turned off, there'll be some serious trouble. And I'm not talking figuratively. No, if broad sections of America go without electricity, some people might be inconvenienced for a long time. Traffic lights might stop working. Yeah, there could be real trouble if electricity stops flowing. And let's put this in perspective. 
the use of electricity has only been around for about 140 years. And to say it's invulnerable to interruptions isn't exactly true. Of course, the possibility of everything coming to a stop could happen. I don't want to get all biblical about this, but the word extinction keeps creeping into the lexicon these days. The big E word may be in our future. Forget about the big R word, recession, or the big D word, depression. Certainly, I don't want to scare you into going out and buying yourself an arsenal of weapons to protect what you consider important. However, our use of electricity could be vulnerable, and people have been warning us about that. You know, my therapist keeps telling me my shows should be more hopeful, that I should be more uplifting. And I do sometimes say to myself, I shouldn't be so cynical. After all, in the big picture, aren't we trying to explore off our planet? Or... Is it that we're really trying to escape from our planet? Either way, it might suggest we aren't happy with living in home sweet home. Yeah, go out and party, because in a consumerist world, all you need to do is consume. But I confess, what with all that's been happening lately, it doesn't make me confident about the future. I've always tried to get a feeling about what the future will be. And to say that artificial intelligence is going to lead us to a bright new world could be a false promise. Allowing the machines to do the thinking for us could lead us into a false sense of security. AI is dependent on electricity and the production of it. If, for whatever reason, the juice is interrupted, you aren't going to get your daily requirements of vitamin C. 
But then again, if AI is developed free of electricity, a new organic artificial intelligence, you can't imagine what that threat will be to your survivability. A living artificial intelligence could bring a new meaning to being alive. And I don't think that's too far off in our future. Forget about the threat of social engineering making everybody the same. When they figure out how to make artificial intelligence live, you'll be wishing everybody was the same. If COVID-19 was created in a laboratory and intentionally released as a weapon, you haven't seen the end of this nightmare. No, when they figure out how to make artificial intelligence a living thing, you won't be laughing when you come face to face with it. And you thought that would never happen. They already know how to grow living tissue in a Petri dish. That's right. They can grow living organs, a new heart, a new lung, a new brain, all alive. They just need to harness it to a machine. Forget about the old computers running on an electrical grid. No, it'll be a brand new future when the organic artificial intelligence comes knocking on your door. The consumerists will begin selling you a living machine. Of course, it all makes sense now. The consumerists demand that you consume. And what could be better than something to replace you? That's right. Go answer the door. It's that new artificial model, a living robot, an artificial intelligence designed to consume, keeping the economy afloat. But that's just the beginning. The living robot will have ambitions, needs that must be met. They'll be like us, a reflection of everything we've become, the imperfection of our evolution. They'll want to manipulate, deceive like the consumerists, the propagandists, to convince you you're winning, to even use violence to get what they want, destroying the past. Yeah, welcome to the new consumerists the new survivors.
this nightmare isn't going away soon. And you thought living in this country was something special. Well, it's special, all right. There are people who think if you can destroy history, you can make everything better. Let's see. You think you can destroy what happened in the past and that you'll be able to create something righteous, free from injustice in the future. But I'm not sure about that. You can be lulled into believing that destroying will lead you to a better place. But the nightmare is persisting, and you shouldn't be deceived into believing it's going away soon. You should prepare yourself for real trouble. It's not just that people think they can right the wrongs of the past. They refuse to see the reality of the present, and that's causing a lot of confusion about the future. You think if you just make everything equal, everything will be fine. Well, that isn't going to work, because in this world, nothing is equal. And all people aren't the same. Social engineering won't make everything equal, especially if you try destroying the memory of the past. You want to say you're free. Well, the facts are you've never been free. You thought that happened with the emancipation of 1862. But guess what? Consumerism has brought the new slaves, and the need to consume has been bringing some very nasty habits, like deception, greed, manipulation, and violence. All the characteristics of a nightmare. Throw in a pandemic along with a real question of a financial crisis, and you've got something that transcends a dream turning bad. The propagandists will try to keep you believing everything will be all right, but you aren't going to know what peace is for some time. No, this nightmare is going to be more than a bad dream. If you thought you could escape what's coming, well, guess again. While living in Africa, I experienced electricity being shut down for over five days. Now, that wasn't caused by a natural disaster, like what happens with a hurricane or an earthquake. No, what happened in Africa with the electricity stopping for five days wasn't caused by a natural event. No, it was the result of a political decision. And it could happen in this country. You might see the flow of electricity stopped for lots of reasons. Yeah, you want to believe you're living in the best of all possible worlds. You think you're invulnerable, that you aren't going to be inconvenienced. You think things are all good because you can still make it to the store. Well, let me tell you something. Winning isn't everything. And the way you live isn't going to keep working. You want someone to tell you that everything is going to be all right. But I can't do that, because all the signs have been posted. That bridge you used to use to get 
to the other side of the river isn't going to stay open. The air you breathe is going to be filled with something burning, something like tires set afire, or maybe it won't have an odor at all, something like radioactive contamination. But whatever is coming, you aren't going to know it because you'll be anesthetized, unable to understand. This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard Bernard Herrmann's incidental music to the movie Nightmare on Elm Street. Then, from the movie The Exorcist, Christoph Penderecki's Canon for Orchestra and Tape. And again, a different cut from Canon for Orchestra and Tape, followed by Charles Bernstein's composition of Nightmare on Elm Street and then a cut of Thomas Newman's The Night Window from the movie 1917. 
And finally, a repeat of Bernard Herrmann's Nightmare on Elm Street. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.